Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A released WWE legend returns this Sunday. Also, AEW announces a major signing. And who's just got a claymore hanging around their house? The answer may not surprise you. For Wednesday, November the 18th, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. This podcast brought to you by Audible. If you're looking for something new to put in your ears, how about a selection of thousands of audiobooks for absolutely free? for 30 days. Go to cultaholic.com forward slash audible. Not only can you sign up to audible for 30 days, absolutely free, but also you get a free wrestling book on us. There's a whole selection of great wrestling tomes for your ears. Stories of Shawn Michaels, Brock Lesnar, the rise and fall of WCW, the story of the Tokyo Dome, many more amazing stories to be told. And you can get an audiobook for free on us when you subscribe to Audible for 30 days. If you don't like Audible, you can bin it off, won't cost you a penny, and you keep the wrestling audiobook from us. How does that sound? Cultaholic.com forward slash Audible to find out more. This Sunday, The Undertaker says farewell, and a star-studded lineup is joining him to say goodbye. So we've announced a few names for Survivor Series this Sunday. The final farewell of The Undertaker will feature some, some close friends and rivals. Kane will be a part of that send-off, as well as members of The Undertaker's backstage gang, the Bone Street crew, Godfather and Savio Vega, will be on hand. We can also confirm that WWE Hall of Famer Kurt Angle is going to be in attendance at Survivor Series this Sunday. PW Insider has confirmed that Angle will be returning to the company to say farewell to The Undertaker. These two have had some phenomenal matches over the last decade. So it would be a good way to, to see them off. I say the last decade, the last two decades. I'm thinking all the way back to 2000. Uh, fully loaded, these two had a belter. Great match from those guys. And they've had many more, and they seem to have got better every time they've wrestled, which is great to see. So Kurt Angle will be a part of that. He was released from the WWE as a producer back in April, and he was offered the chance to make a return as the manager of Riddle. Uh, he turned it down, though, saying that he had other things to work on, plus 
He said the money wasn't quite enough either. PW Insider have also confirmed there was a strong pitch made by Impact Wrestling to bring Kurt at Angle in to be a part of Bound for Glory, have him return at their big pay-per-view spectacular. However, the talks seem to, according to PW Insider, falter. Maybe because they got they got word, or Kurt Angle got word of this Survivor Series event happening, and WWE coaxed him back towards them. Quite possibly, it'd be good to see Kurt Angle back in WWE this Sunday. Who's the twenty-first man? Matt Sydal. What the hell is this? Matt Sydal. Oh, what? Hotline Matt Sydal making his AEW debut what? as a Joker in this. Battle Royal. Okay, I'm not happy about this. Matt Seidel has opened his third. Oh, a big signing for AEW has been announced. Matt Seidel is officially all elite. The confirmation came through yesterday afternoon that Matt was with the company. He debuted at Double or Nothing and had an auspicious moment where he slipped on the top rope, attempting a shooting star press. He's been a part of a few matches on Dark and a few episodes of Dynamite as well. And now he's officially signed on the bottom line. He's had a busy old career, has Matt Seidel. He was in WWE as Evan Bourne, former tag champion there. And he's worked for Pro Wrestling Guerrilla, Ring of Honor, New Japan, Evolve. He was recently in Impact Wrestling as well. Uh, a very well-traveled uh, wrestling vet. Great to have him as part of AEW. Briefly mentioned Impact Wrestling in our first two stories. Got some news bites from them. PW Insider saying that Tyre Valkyrie and Ethan Page's contracts are set to expire at the end of the year. Both deals up at the end of December. Uh, Ethan Page has alluded to the contract coming to an end in a recent video blog. And what this means for the North former Impact World Tag Team Champions. We don't know. We know they lost the titles at Turning Point on Saturday. Uh, it doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean they're going anywhere, but we will find out. It'd be sad to see Ethan Page go. He's been a big part of the World Tag Division, but it'd be really sad to see Taya Valkyrie go, the longest reigning knockouts champion in Impact Wrestling. Certainly still has a lot to offer. This will start rumors, no doubt, of Taya Valkyrie heading over to the WWE to be with John Morrison, her partner. We, I guess we'll wait and see on that, won't we? And during a Q&A with pro wrestling junkies, Diana Perrazzo was talking about the retirement of Kylie Ray. She said, quote, I was very much looking forward to wrestling Kylie at Bound for Glory. And I think the world of Kylie. She's a phenomenal athlete and it's just a really unfortunate situation. But I just hope she gets whatever help she needs or takes whatever time she needs to heal herself. I hope she knows the door is always open and I will always welcome her back wherever I am in this world with open arms. I look forward to hopefully wrestling her one day. An NXT North American Championship match will go down tonight at NXT. WWE.com confirmed that Leon Ruff, who shocked the world when he defeated Johnny Gargano last week, will put that belt on the line against Gargano tonight. Can Gargano regain the NXT North American Championship? This could genuinely go either way. Like, we could just see Gargano win it back and carry on where he left off. Or we could see Damian Priest playing silly buggers and helping Leon Ruff retain the title. We'll find out together, won't we, tonight on NXT. 
We have an update for you on the Stalker case. Sonia Deville versus Philip A. Thomas. So the court records indicate the next hearing related to the order of protection set to take place on January the 28th, 2021. Now, the current court order states that Philip A. Thomas shall not commit or cause any other person to commit acts of stalking against the petitioner. That includes stalking, cyber stalking, aggravated stalking, or any criminal offence resulting in physical injury or death. The court order also indicates that uh, that has language that prevents Thomas from being in the vicinity of DeVille's home. He's not allowed within 100 feet of her vehicles or any place where DeVille and her family members or acquaintances regularly frequent. Thomas has been charged with aggravated stalking, armed burglary of a dwelling, attempted armed kidnapping and criminal mischief. The Thunderdome looks to be on the move, as confirmed by E-Wrestling News. WWE are going to be taking the production of the Thunderdome out of Amway, just up the road to Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg, Florida, the home of the Tampa Bay Rays baseball team. So Tropicana Field, to give you a little bit of a little bit of history on this, because this is this is quite interesting. Opened back in 1990, they were known then as the Florida Suncoast Dome. It became the home in 93 of Tampa Bay Lightning, where it was renamed, ironically enough, the Thunderdome. So the Thunderdome is about to become the Thunderdome. It's now a baseball stadium as opposed uh, to an ice hockey stadium. Uh, we know that WWE has this deal in place with Amway, and they've extended it until the end of November. And by the sort of mid to late December, just around Christmas time, Orlando Magic want to get back in there and start some training uh, ahead of the NBA season. However, baseball, not back till April. So WWE moving to the baseball stadium makes a lot of sense as nobody's going to need it till April, which gives them a good run of Thunderdome-based activity all the way up to WrestleMania, which, as we know, will come out of the Raymond James Stadium. Following her appearance on The Mandalorian, Sasha Banks was asked about whether or not she wants to do more Hollywood stuff. She said, I have so many goals and so many things I would love to do in Hollywood and so many things that I would love to do outside of WWE that I'm making possible. Keep watching on 2021. I'm going to keep on killing it and crush all my dreams. Sasha Banks could be eyeing up a career in Hollywood. So here's a weird one. Uh, Cesaro was on Chasing Glory with Lillian Garcia and talked about getting released from the WWE in 2006. Here's the quote. He says, I got signed. I finished all my indie bookings. At that point, me and Chris Hero were the kings of wrestling. We had all three different champ- we had three different championships and three different promotions. So we finished our business there. And when that was done, I got a call that WWE couldn't hire me. To which I responded, I am hired. I'm already getting paid. I was told I'd be getting my release papers within that next week. He then said that WWE never gave him a reason as to why he couldn't work there. Now, he would end up, of course, with the company signing in 2011. What a strange turn of events to hire a guy and then release him before you've even done anything with him. Look out for Renee Young to be joining the Podosphere. Renee Paquette has announced she is launching her own podcast called Oral Sessions. Essentially, cool-ass people having a great conversation, unfiltered and unscripted, the words of Renee there. The goal is to get the podcast out every Tuesday, and it kicks off next Tuesday, November the 24th. 
This feels like triple jump territory, talking about a video game in the wrestling news. But there's good reason to, as Xavier Woods revealed, that very soon you'll be able to play as the New Day in Gears of War. So he put out the tweet saying, I'm happy to announce that myself, Kofi and Biggie somehow convinced Gears of War to make us playable DLC characters in Gears 5 for the Xbox. If you thought getting popped by Nashers got on your nerves, wait until it's us doing it. You can check out on Xavier Woods' Twitter right now what they look like in Gears of War. And they have somehow new deified the Gears of War outfits. And I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Marty Bell is no longer under contract with the National Wrestling Alliance. She posted a tweet on Tuesday saying, Thank you, NWA, for giving me the opportunity to be a part of the talented locker room and create some amazing moments. I met incredible people that I'm sure I will see again. I'm no longer signed to a contract with NWA. I'm not sure what's next for me, but I am excited to find out. She's been with the NWA since the launch of Power. Uh, she was on TNA and Impact before that. She was in the Mae Young Classic before that too. And now she's away from the NWA. I'm concerned because since NWA Power shuttered, many of its key players have left the company and turned up somewhere else. Ricky Starks, former NWA TV champion, now with AEW. Stu Bennett, a former color commentator, now doing the same role in NXT. James Storm's a free agent, having recently appeared for Impact. Cole Cabana, now in AEW. Thunderosa, still under contract, but very much rumored for a move anytime soon. Eddie Kingston, full-time with AEW. Alison Kay, leaving the company, but she was at AEW Full Gear, potentially joining them very soon. Also, every championship that was contested on NWA Power, with the exception of the World's Championship, has changed hands on the United Wrestling Network's weekly pay-per-views. So Depope is now the NWA champion, beating Zicky Dykes. Aaron Stevens, JR Kratos, are the World Tag Champs. They beat James Storm and Eli Drake. Trevor Murdoch is the NWA National Champion. He beat Aaron Stevens. And Serena Deeb is the NWA Women's Champion, who beat Thunder Rosa. I know that Billy Corgan has said, expect details of a return soon, but I can't help but be concerned about the future of NWA power. Ring of Honor have confirmed its first pay-per-view of the pandemic era is happening next month. Final Battle 2020, going down on December the 18th. Dave Meltzer reported that Ring of Honor's plans for Final Battle include a, a live pay-per-view, first time they've been live in the pandemic era, and it'll also be on Honor Club as well, and as well as regular pay-per-view, and it'll be in a usual arena that they broadcast from in Baltimore with no audience. Now, Final Battle is normally Ring of Honor's biggest event of the year, normally takes place uh, in December and has done since 2002. They always say something big for the end of year. This one's going to feel special because it's been a year that has been incredibly stop-start for professional wrestling. Ring of Honor completely shutting down for a brief time. So it feels like a, a welcome return, this one, as opposed to a final farewell for the year. The 2300 Arena, the ECW Arena in Philadelphia, has started a GoFundMe campaign. They're helping to save the venue. Uh, they, put out a, they put out a message saying it's with a heavy heart that the 2300 Arena is asking for help from our friends, family and supporters with our hat in hand when it counts the most. We need your support to stay afloat this winter and continue our 13-year legacy. This has obviously been our most difficult year, COVID-19 hitting us extraordinarily hard due to the nature of our business. Um, you can find the link 
to the GoFundMe set up by the 2300 Arena, the home of some incredible wrestling memories, the home of ECW. There's a link to the GoFundMe in the description of the podcast today if you can help in any way. Darby Allin was on Busted Open Radio and he was talking about why he decided to sleep in his car the night before AEW Full Gear. He said, leading up to the pay-per-view, I purposely slept in my car instead of sleeping in the hotel they got for us because I wanted to remind myself of just how shitty things were. So I slept in there and the weather in Jacksonville is still so much more muggy than other places. It was just a reminder to myself. You don't need to forget where you came from just because this week is huge. To keep it, it makes you want to fight more. So now I'm grateful to have this house with 13 acres and a wrestling ring downstairs as well as skate ramps and a bunch of crazy SH1T. But what a cool thing to do, like a grounding technique, sleeping in his car the night before full gear. And Drew McIntyre gave us some backstage intel on his new entrance. You've seen it already, the kilt. The Claymore sword, the flames, it's brilliant. Drew told Fox Sports that the sword that he carried during his entrance is actually Vince McMahon's sword, because of course it is. Drew McIntyre said it was a gift to Vince from Triple H and Stephanie McMahon, because what do you get the guy that already has everything? That's right, a Claymore. Jack and Owen are live tonight at twitch.tv forward slash cultaholic. Uh, they've been getting pumped for the new Football Manager game, and you can join in uh, some of the build to that with them. If you haven't watched it yet, the WTF moments from last night's Monday Night Raw now live on the Cultaholic YouTube channel, as well as 10 times WWE trolled its fans. They love it, just winding us up sometimes, and there's 10 great moments where they have definitely done that. On a brand new episode of Desert Island Graps, I am in the company of the Pan-African World Diaspora wrestling champion, Trish Adora. She talks about training with the Dudley Boys and Jonathan Gresham. She talks about her time in the army and she shares three wrestling matches she would watch while stranded on a desert island. If you're not familiar with Trish Adora, you're gonna fall in love with Trish Adora later today on the Cultaholic podcast feed. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you, bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 